0: Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 211 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction end you have no control and that's a good thing. Right now I could feel like some hearts quickening their beat and stomachs dropping. It's like, wait a minute, isn't the law of attraction all about controlling your reality? Isn't like the universe, I'm talking about, I make the universe my bitch and bend to my will and I just set an intention to get something and I get it. It's like, yeah, we control our reality in the sense that we get to control our dominant emotional state, we get to control what we believe, and obviously all of that's going to affect our reality. So in that sense, yes, there is that control, which I don't love using that word, but that's kind of how we think of it, so I'll I'll go with it. But as far as actually controlling how that energy manifests in your life, like in very specific ways, we really can't control that. And some of you might have started to discover this, much to your ego, personality, self's dismay And again, it's a good thing because, right, what happens with the law of attraction? We're drawn to a teaching like this because we feel like some kind of lack or scarcity. We're unhappy with the state of our life now. We, there are certain things, we have problems, that we, I want this situation to change, I want this thing to go away. There are things we don't have that we want. Our mind attributes our, our feelings to our circumstances, so it thinks, "Okay, if, well, if I get a boyfriend, if I make more money, if I lose weight, if I get a better job, if I move, if I do this, I do that, I'll be happier." So, right then, you're tra- you know, uh, the law of attraction, and it's presented in its most simplest form, can kind of be a bit misleading in a way. It's all about well, you control, you create your reality, and just set these intentions, and you get what you want. And again, those broader specifics money, a better job, a relationship, no reason for those things not to show up energetically. If you're aligned with them and you truly want them, they'll show up. The only reason I think those things wouldn't show up is like, if you didn't actually want them. And then if you don't want something, who cares if it shows up or not? Right. But, but as far as like this, uh, um, this perception, a lot of people have of like, you can zero in on a very specific thing, a very specific job, a very specific person, a very specific, um, you know, turn of events or a specific channel or a specific whatever. And it's like, focus all on that and set the intention to get that. And then you get that. We really can't do that. Because again, when you really think about it, we really can't control anything outside of ourselves. We can set an intention for something, but we actually have no way of actually guaranteeing making it happen. Again, if you're aligned with something and it's something you want, no reason for it not to show up. So it probably will. But actually you being able to control it right? Think about it. We can't do it, right? Like I have my business, my coaching business, right? So I do my podcasts and my blog posts and my Facebook videos and my Instagram updates or all these different channels, right? Where it's like people know I exist. I showcase, I think, my knowledge and people that resonate with what I talk about. They're like, hey, like I kind of like what she's saying. I want her to coach me or I'm going to buy that audio course she sells on her website or whatever, right? So I have this intention to have this business, right? But when you think about it, there's nothing I can do to make anybody do anything. I can't control if one single person listens to this podcast. I can't make people sign up for my email list that I, you know, promote my content to and, and you know, connect with my audience. I can't make anybody hire me as their coach short of I maybe like holding a gun to their head and like forcing them to give me their credit card information. Right, So you think about it, you really have no control and it's a good thing because when we're trying to create from the ego space, which is what most of us are doing, especially in the beginning, like especially, we're really selling ourselves, you're going to sell yourself short if you were to able to create from that space and actually control your reality the way your mind wants us to be able to, that maybe thinks we're able to once it it kind of uh, gets wind of a teaching like this. Because your mind manifests from pain minimizing. Manifesting from pain minimizing. Again, you're really going to sell yourself short. Your mind has a very low bar for what it's willing to accept into your life. Pain minimizing mode, again, like it's kind of self-explanatory. It's all about minimizing your pain. So your mind doesn't really care about you being happy. Your mind just wants bad feelings to go away. So... Your mind doesn't care about you finding some amazing relationship and this partner you can grow with and support each other and this wonderful partnership. Your mind's like, I'm lonely. I feel bad without a boyfriend. It makes me think all these bad things about myself, so I just want a boyfriend. All my friends are married and starting to have kids and I feel like the loser friend who's still single. I just want, you know, to settle down like everybody else so I can feel like I'm normal and there's nothing wrong with me. Again, low bar. What kind of person do you think your mind is willing to accept from that space? Not your soulmate, right? Same thing with the job. Your mind doesn't care about fulfilling your passion and meaningful work and feeling like you're making a contribution to the world and doing something that really brings you joy and all of this. Your mind's like, we need a job. Uh, we need money. I don't like how it feels. Um, I want to make more money, so let's just find a job that has a higher salary Uh, all these like ego things about wanting um, recognition and status and all that. So it pushes you into some line of work that, you know, you don't even really, it doesn't make you happy, but you think is, again, prestigious or some sort of satisfies some sort of ego desire, again, for status or people viewing you in a certain way or whatever. Or again, about just making a lot of money. So if you're creating from that space and you are able to control it, no matter what you got, no matter how awesome something would maybe seem on paper or no matter how much you seem like you should want something like that, like you probably wouldn't be happy because your mind's not really trying to manifest what's for your highest good or like what would actually make you happy. Again, it's just about pain minimizing and making bad feelings go away and like soothing all of its ugh and like issues, right? think about how many people You could control this process and you can get exactly what you decide your mind wants, that specific thing. How many people right now would have missed out on the amazing relationship they're in now because they were able to fulfill their initial ego intention, ego preference of getting their ex-boyfriend back? It doesn't happen so much anymore, but I can't tell you over the years how much, maybe because I was so resistant to these sorts of things, I probably attracted them, how many people would write me about getting their ex-boyfriend back and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't anymore. (laughs) And I understood, I'm not like mocking the people or or, I I understand their pain, right? Because the mind, like with the ex-boyfriend example, right? The mind only knows what's already happened. It can only focus on like opportunities and things that have already shown up in your orbit, right? So naturally it gets very attached. Because it's like, okay, well, this experience of your ex boyfriend, I was happy then. I liked that. I feel bad now being single. I feel bad that he dumped me. So, right, your mind's answer is like, we'll just get that relationship back. Your mind gets very attached to some opportunity that presents itself because it's so scared it's not going to get what you want and it, that something else might not come along. So, that next job you get uh, in an interview or this next opportunity or whatever, it's like latches on. It's like, okay, this is it. Hopefully, hopefully that we get this, right? So we don't want to manifest from that space, right? Because again, you're selling yourself short. Your mind's willing to settle for a lot less than you're able to to create. Another example, right? Imagine you were able to control this and you had your, mind, your, your um, sight set on a particular position in your job or like a promotion or something. And you want that not from a space of like, it's what you actually want to be doing, but your mind is like, Okay, you've spent tens of thousands of dollars educating yourself with advanced degrees, training certifications for this line of work, this career. Um, So you have to keep moving forward up the ladder in that career and reach this, whatever the top position is and whatever that track, wherever that's supposed to bring you. That's what you're always supposed to be working towards. Um, Again, it might be an ego thing of prestige and status, feeling like that's the type of job you should want. So your ego being able to control the process, you were able to get that promotion or that different position in your company. So you managed to get a job you didn't want, really, probably, in a career you really don't like. But now, because of what your ego wants and your ego thought system, you're now even further into that career. You've dug that hole a little more deeply and you're going to feel even more stuck probably and more like, I can't change, I'm in too deep now, all this time would be a waste and all this, right? So how many people would have missed out on the amazing job in a different line of work or starting their own business because they were able to get that job the mind wanted? Again, the job they didn't want in a career that they didn't like. It's a really good thing we can't control the process because a lot of times what your mind wants it's not what's really best for you. And when I say that I don't mean best for you like a paternal maternal like view of the universe is like no that's that's not good for you and you can't have that. But it's like what would actually make you happy and what you would actually want. Again, the mind doesn't care really about what would make you happy or what's best for you. It just cares about pain minimizing and satisfying its preferences and having all of its fears quelled and having all of the bad feelings go back dormant so that, you know, and creating circumstances in a way that things are such that, you know, these things don't get rustled up anymore. So, it's again, it's a good thing we can't control the process. And I'm sure you've all had those quote-unquote blessings in disguise. Think how many times in your life, I'm sure you could all think of at least one, where something didn't work out the way you wanted it to. You didn't get something you wanted and it actually was a good thing. Like, oh, it's good that didn't work out. It's good I didn't get that job that I I thought was so great because an even better one came along. I'm really glad my ex-boyfriend dumped me because it was actually a pretty bad relationship and I never would have had the courage to leave him myself because I am so terrified of being alone. I have such terrible self-esteem. I thought no one else would ever want me. So I'm glad that we broke up. I'm glad that I wasn't able to manifest him back. I'm glad I, I, I was forced to move on. So I made this other amazing person or that journey of healing that relationship That put me on this amazing journey of personal growth and spirituality and I'm like so much happier than I am now and I met this other person that's really good for me or it's what motivated me to start my business or make all these positive changes in my life. So again, this is kind of what I'm talking about here. I'm sure we all have at least one example of that where it's like it's a good thing I didn't get what I wanted because it's actually not what I wanted. Something so much better came along and I didn't even know this is something I would have wanted. I don't even know I could get something this great. And again, you look back to what your mind was focused on, you're probably like, my mind was playing really small there. That was total pain minimizing mode I was operating from there. Again, your mind doesn't care about your happiness and well-being and and living on purpose and and your spiritual connection and all that. It doesn't care about that. It just cares about, I'm scared. I I have fear and anxiety and all these bad feelings. And I just want my circumstances to be, I believe if circumstances look this certain way or these certain things happen or I get this thing, then I'll feel better. That's all it cares about. Again, pain minimizing mode, selling yourself short, very low bar for what it's willing to accept. So think about that. Think about, again, think about in your own life. Think about all the times that this is true. Think about all the things you want. Think about right now if there's anything really specific you're zeroed in on. I'm trying to move to a specific location. I want this specific, I want my ex back, or I want to date this specific person, or I want this specific experience, and then be willing to question, can I say for sure this is like the best representation of what I want? This is where logical thinking, you know, logical thinking doesn't have a strong place in this work because it's really not compatible with what we're being, you know, led to do and and the the information we're being given, but sometimes it has its place. And so if you were to think of it logically, logical, rational thought, this one thing my mind wants right now, can I say with 100% certainty that I know this is the best thing for me, that I know that there's nothing better, Again, from a logical, rational perspective, can't argue with that thinking sometimes. It's beneficial. Sometimes it serves us. There's no way we could possibly say that. How could you possibly say right now, you know your ex-boyfriend is the person you're meant to be with? with, You know without a doubt. Do you know every, have you met every other man that, that exists in the world? No. And again, remember the mind, the space the mind is operating from. Your mind knows the experience of dating him. So it's like, I just want that back when he broke up with me that he really hurt my feelings and made me think all of these bad things about me, and then if we get back together and, and he loves me again, that means all these bad things I think about myself must be true. That means all the bad things he said about me, he must not have meant them because now we're back together and he likes me again, right? Think about it. If you really think about that, the space the mind is trying to create from, it's a really good thing we can't control the process because think about it. If we're focused on things that are probably most, in many cases, maybe not. And sometimes the things you want, is it the best representation? Maybe. And if it is, it'll show up, right? But most of the time, it's probably not. Especially if there's a lot of resistance and stuff around it. It's almost certainly not. And there's probably, it's it's something else is going on there. So think about, so think about the way the mind operates. And this is another reason why it's good that we don't have this kind of control, The mind's always focused externally, and it's always looking to the outside to fix everything. So you're able to control the process. You manifest your ex-boyfriend back, or you manifest the job you wanted, or this or whatever, right, or the exact amount of money you say you wanted and you got that exact amount of money or whatever, and you're still not happy, right, because the outside, our circumstances are not the cause of our emotional agita, our emotional issues, so it stands to reason then that changing the circumstances is not the answer, right? Again, some logical thinking here. It's like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? If the lack of the manifest, the lack of the thing is not the problem, that manifesting it's never going to be the solution. So again, but the way the mind operates, what do you think the mind's going to do when you get that thing and you're still not happy? Is your mind going to think, oh, you know what? Maybe it's not about getting the boyfriend maybe it's not about the relationship or it's not about losing the weight or it's not about this thing or that thing there must be something inside and maybe I should look within there yeah right your mind's not going to do that your mind's going to be like well let's try something new now and you'll get caught in this vicious <laughs> trap of like constantly trying to change the outside because your mind will think well okay if it's not your ex-boyfriend okay break up with him but then let's try to get a new boyfriend okay okay So that's what we'll do instead of doing the work on ourselves and being single for a while. Oh, it's not that job. So instead of reflecting on like what I really want and what's going on inside and what would make me happy. you know, let's just try to find a a new job, a different job. Let's just try to make more money. Okay, you lost the weight and you still don't feel good, but like you're still not like toned and like your body could be a little bit nicer. So you lost the weight now. You're skinnier. Uh, But instead of reflecting on what's going on inside and realizing it's not about my body, let's like tone you up and like make your try to make your body look even better. And then you'll feel better, right? So it's like, that's another reason why it's good that we can't do that. Because if we were able to constantly manipulate the outside to service our ego, personality, self-preferences with like complete control again and always being able to do it that way, we would never really truly be happy because in... The ability, the ability, if we had the ability to do that, we would never go within because the mind will be like, well, we don't need to do that. We can just keep manipulating the outside. We can just keep trying to um, fix the outside until like we find something that sticks till the happiness sticks. We find that perfect combo. We'll work out, we'll get a new boyfriend. We'll get a different job. We'll keep, you know, mixing and matching and trying different things and seeing that, trying to find that sweet spot. So it's a good thing that we can't do that because then we would never go within The fact that we can't control the process and the amount of frustration that causes and the amount of attachment and all of that pain, and at some point it becomes too much and we decide to go within, that's because we can't control it, right? So it's a good thing because it forces us to focus on what really matters. And also, too when we are willing to do that deeper work and some people will never choose to do that they'll get into this teaching and they'll still stick to the external and i'm not judging it it's not bad it's not wrong it's just that that it's going to that journey is going to look a lot different and they're what they they're the results and what they manifest as a result is going to be a lot different and and probably they're never really going to feel like they're getting anywhere but for the people that like make that realization and then they choose to go within again energy vibe just fancy words for feelings you're working on the level of cause that inner work is what creates that more amazing external reality like where the really cool things show up where the process becomes truly effortless where you feel like you're not doing anything but quote unquote managing your vibe and that's like the only real effort you're making in life and you might take actions here and there do different things but your relationship with action completely changes and everything is is just Um, inspired and easy and it feels good there's that tension that action to force results is gone right you're just in a totally different headspace so that's when like all that really cool stuff shows up when we do that inner work and again we wouldn't do that inner work we'd feel no we would feel no compulsion to do that because we wouldn't feel like we needed to because for it just is what it is but a lot of us where our main motivation for doing that inner work is We feel like, okay, I realize now that's necessary to get what I want. And it just is what it is, right? We have this ego personality self. We're concerned with this worldly experience. A lot of our motivation is to make life more pleasant and comfortable for this human body, us. So it just is what it is. But at some point, which I reached this point quite a while ago the motivation, the primary motivation does become the inner healing, the inner transformation. And you know all of your ego concerns are taken care of. So it's not about giving up or a trade-off. It's just recognizing, yeah, that part of me, that'll be taken care of. I don't need to worry so much about it anymore. I still have these preferences and I know that everything will work out fine and I'm not gonna worry about that so much. So again, that's another reason why it's good that we can't do that because it would keep us from actually doing the work that would actually make us happy, which is all of that inner work not crafting our outside circumstances in a way that our ego personality self finds pleasing and not being guided by the ego wants so again think about it to help it sink in more deeply what's that sound i don't know if anyone could hear that i'm like recording something outside you might hear all the birds and stuff i'm in a quite a beautiful area what is that Sounds like I'm kind of like prayer or something, but I don't think that's what it is. Anyway, if that's in the background bothering you, I apologize. But anyway, right, I can't remember what I was saying. But, oh yeah, so think about it, really like to help it sink in. Like I said, I'm sure all of you have at least one example, I'm sure probably many, where it's like, oh yeah, I kind of get what she's saying. So if I think about all those, I think about those times where like I was really wanted something and it didn't work out and it was so good that it didn't work out. is that sorry i'm engaging my attention with it i'm just very intrigued by what this sound is because there's like normally it's very quiet around here and there's like nobody around this is the universe's way of fucking with me i'm trying to like oh, be so quiet to record my podcast but anyway right this just says what it is and any of you that listen to this know there's no editing so you always get to hear what i hear it sounds like they're moving away. I'm sorry. I was just very like intrigued by what that sound was, trying to figure it out. But yeah, so think about it. We can't control the process in that way. The only thing we can control is our energy. That's a good thing, right? Because, again, it kind of forces us to. Again, for people that choose to do, and not everyone will, and that's fine. But for the people that really, if you really want to, you talk, right. You always hear about that the LOA and alignment. Everything's effortless and flows and is so wonderful. And some of you might be like, that hasn't really been my experience, I don't really see that. When you really go deep and when you really prioritize the inner work, when you really get into that place of surrender and you stop letting your mind run the show and you start realizing, again, low bar, pain, all of that, it's like, I don't wanna be in that space. And when you really start moving out of that space, you will see that, I promise. But doing that requires you to go within and go to places you might not want to go feel things you don't want to feel again it's about that surrender and all about what you what it's not about what you want anymore and when i say that i don't mean giving up or like living some life of sacrifice or so you're totally focused on inner growth and spirituality it's but it's about recognizing where you have to where the priority where you have to put your attention it has to be within it can't be without Some of you might be thinking, well, there's been lots of times that I've set a specific intention and that exact thing happened. That's happened to me a bunch of times too. And I don't know the exact mechanics of what's going on there. I think there's power and intention. I think sometimes things are already in the works and we feel inspired to set that specific intention. And what I can also say from my experience is setting that very specific intention, it hasn't happened way more than it has. And I'm sure you, a lot of you have probably had that experience as well. So, uh, that sound is back again. What is that? It's like singing or something. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. I'm going to go anyway, because I, I think I'm, I've made my points here. So I hope you guys enjoyed this and have a great day or night. And for more content products, and info about my coaching, head on over to live life, to order.com. Bye-bye.